I don't mean to alarm you. Yeah. But we are being recorded right now. Okay, fuck you, because I was about to do the same exact bit. <laughs> <laughs> same brain, same brain. Same brain, only one cell in it. Just flashes between us. It does, and it it gets smaller every day. <laughs> the world's smallest brain cell. That's why we can only, we have to take turns talking about a thing, because we can't talk at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You're 100% right. Um, hi, Mars. Hi, Amy. This, you might not know this, but you're in a podcast right now called Enchanting Aspects. Oh, shit. If you just heard that, was... if you just heard huh? that fucking title and you didn't know what the podcast was about, what would you think it would be about? Oh, <laughs> if, okay, if I just heard the name Enchanting Aspects with no context? Yeah. Um... I think I would assume it was like I mean it would have to be like about magic for sure. Yeah. Pro- like I think like a like a art like a storytelling podcast about wizards. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's a really cool idea. Fuck. Why, why didn't we do that? <laughs> why didn't we do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're stuck with this also really cool idea. What, what's the idea you ask? Listener, if you ne- haven't listened to the past nine episodes, hey, this is episode ten. We've done ten. Oh shit, we've done ten of these now. Wow, that's wow. cool. Ten, ten full ass weeks of our bullshit. Yeah, and we l- basically started during this quarantine. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um, this is a podcast. Called Enchanting Aspects, where we enchant your aspects. We just have to say that every time now. It's law. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I've accepted it now. I've gone through all stages. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're, you've blown p- past grief. You're deep in acceptance. <laughs> I'm, I'm really deep in acceptance. It's resignation, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast where each episode we each talk about a thing, but a part of a thing that we like, like only a part. It's an aspect, mm-hmm. and yeah. we're enchanted by it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Hey, Amy. Hey, Mars. Hey, Amy. Hey. Mars. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. Hey, Amy, it's your turn this turn, right? It is my turn this turn. It's, of all the turns, Mom said it's my turn to turn in the turntable. Um, uh. <laughs> so, so I don't know if you remember, but when we were streaming this week, we were in a room with a shit ton of clocks while we were playing the video game Control, and I was like, this reminds me of something. And you're like, oh, what is it? And I said, no, wait, <laughs> I don't want to tell I- you. I do remember this. I'm I'm very curious. Do you remember what Clocks. I mentioned? I mentioned a movie. Oh fuck! Well, okay. Well, I was gonna guess Majora's Mask, so I, I was I was gonna be wrong from the no. get go. Okay, so I'm glad you forgot. So here, what I'm here to talk about is a song from a movie. Oh. oh. Um, and not because the song, I like to listen to the song. I mean, I do. It's good. But it's because the use of the song, I can't think of a better word than use. What's a, the, I don't know. What's a better word than use? The, um, the something. The mechanics? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, Basically, this song it adds it doesn't just add like music to to a certain scene it adds like uh, 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 let me just fucking explain it okay so i'm i'm talking <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about the movie interstellar have you seen the movie interstellar oh now i remember you talking about interstellar yeah. i have not seen the movie interstellar okay that's okay um because the scene I'm talking about, even though it's a really important scene in the movie, it doesn't really give away any major spoilers of the movie. Um, but I do have to explain what the movie is about for it to understand the importance of this whole okay. shebang. So, Interstellar is about um, 
we live in a world where, oh, 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 we can't live on the earth anymore. What? That doesn't seem realistic at all and something that our generation is totally terrified of. So, um, the, the space people are like, hey, um... (laughs) The space people. We've got, like, I haven't seen the movie in so long, and I didn't read anything about the plot, so this is, I'm shitting out of my head. It's <gasps> like, there's a lizard outside again, and he's doing the little jumpy outside. thing. He's doing the, th- the, uh, the, the thing, the thing, you know, the thing where they just ho- bounce up and down while yeah. chilling? He's doing it. Oh my God. Ah, uh, I'm so jealous. I love the content. Oh, he ran. <laughs> I love, I love living in a foresty zone. But I do wish that there were lizards. Yeah, that's the one good thing of living in a desert is all the lizards. Yeah. There's there's maybe amphibians. I've never... I want to meet an amphibian. I have never come face to face with a wild frog. Well, the thing is, they're mostly poisonous, so it's probably good. Because you'd want to touch it and then you'd probably die. I mean, I'd look up the regional frogs, and before I interacted with the frog, I would make sure that I... What if you didn't have your phone on you? I always have my phone on me. Well, what if you you tripped and cracked it and broke it, and you see a frog in front of you, and it's the cutest frog in the entire world, and you want to pet it so bad? Oh my god, I'm talking about Interstellar! (laughs) How many frogs are there in Interstellar? There's zero. There's zero frogs, there's, not even a single, not even in the background of a scene, there's not a single frog. No, but there is water, um, and there's I'll get a, to that, I'll get to that. Wait, it's in space. <laughs> I'll get to it, okay, so, the space people, the human space people who go to space sometimes, they are said, hey- Astronauts? <laughs> yeah, astronauts. Na- NASA? <laughs> NASA, yeah, all those cool words. Um, every day, I-, I my brain just deletes 50 words out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess today it was, it was NASA and astronaut and whatever better word is use. Um, <laughs> so anyway. I don't, I don't know that one either. <laughs> It'll come. Operate? Maybe. The me- inner machinas, machinas, inner machinimas. The, uh, 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 oh, the inner machinations? I don't know. Patrick Starr says it in Spongebob. Oh my god, we're getting so fucking off topic that's, today. That is that is your reference. Spongebob is your reference point for so many things. It is. It's Yeah, it honestly is. Um, but Spongebob is not an interstellar, I don't think. Has, wait, has, <laughs> has Spongebob done a movie that, ref, uh, not a movie, like an episode that referenced interstellar? Has SpongeBob ever referenced Interstellar? I don't think SpongeBob has really ever referenced space, except for that one episode where they about the dreams where they Sandy builds a rocket. They they could have it not be about space, but still like about the things that are in the movie. It would be a kind of a layered reference for a kids show i just i feel so bad for the people listening like just they want like amy please just say the plot of interstellar i'm fucking sitting on the edge of my seat and we're talking about lizards and spongebobs and i don't know (laughs) are they i don't know are you hey pause the episode and at enchanting pot at twitter are you (laughs) are you (laughs) um anyways i need to talk about this thing The astronauts are told by the government, I don't know, that there's only a certain amount of years left on Earth before humans can't live anymore. So what they're tasked to do is um, go out to these different planets in in the universe that have that are possibly able to live in the planets like maybe humans could live there and they're supposed to investigate that shit. Um, but the overarching, like, problem or theme of the movie is, like, you know, how time changes in space, like, depending on how far away you from the are, Earth, like, you know? Yeah. Like, the further you're away, like, sometimes a day, like, a, like a, a day wherever you are, like, if you're a thousand light years from Earth, is, like, like, oh. t- ten years in a... Doesn't it on depend Earth. on speed? I don't know. I'm not a rocket scientist. 
I'm a podcaster. But um, it's it's a really big theme in the movie. And everybody, like, the further away they go, it's more important to, to find a planet. Because the further away they are, the less time they have to get back to their families on Earth, if they even can. Um, but I'm not going to talk about the that much except for the now i'm gonna talk about it because it's about the scene that i'm gonna talk about and i is this the movie is this the movie that i haven't seen it but is this the movie that has it has matthew um, mcconaughey does it also have what is her name is it sandra bullock and hathaway am i wait what am i thinking of the right movie and hathaway's in it too i think and hathaway is in it uh let me make sure actually because i don't want to (laughs) yes Is it the movie where she gets knocked out into space and it's really scary? No, that's Gravity by San- with Sandra Bullock. Okay, so I, I was thinking of Sandra Bullock. Yeah, and I am right. Anne Hathaway is in this movie. They're two different people. They are two different people. <laughs> you know, like, like you, you know how sometimes a person is Sandra Bullock and sometimes they're Anne Hathaway? Yeah, tag yourself, I'm Anne Hathaway. I'm I'm Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I'm glad we started that out. Um, so anyway, the scene in the song I'm talking about, the song is called um, Mountains. And the scene, mm-hmm. I'm just going to call Mountains. So in this scene, they're, they have finally gotten to a planet that they have to go to that they had like a, they got a signal sent there, like, from a previous astronaut that, like, went to this planet and had a bunch of data about the planet. Or, I don't remember. I'm guessing, um, based off the five-minute scene that I watched just now. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, on this planet specifically, every hour spent on this planet is seven years passing on Earth. Oh, so shit. they have to move as fast as possible, but also shit gets a little crazy. So Mars, right. I'm going to play you this scene and I want you to okay. really pay attention to the music. And I'm also going to tell you when to stop because if I don't tell you when to stop, a big spoiler happens. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. SpongeBob erupts from the planet. And, yeah. Okay. And eats all of the... Uh, eats all of the Sandra Bullock clones. Yeah. I know the movie. I know the movie. I'm sorry <laughs> to spoil it so much. I, the the Gravity movie? No, I'm talking about... Uh, Sandra Bullock is also in Interstellar. Just like, she, it's like no. clones. No. Uh, it's like clones of Sandra Bullock uh, that uh, are that are swarming Matthew McConaughey and uh, Anna Kendrick. It's like the main like antagonist of the movie. Okay, is the Sandra Bullock clones. I'm giving you this link. Okay, give me that link. Give me that spicy link. It was just getting interesting. It was just getting interesting. Go watch the movie if you want to know what I, happens. <laughs> I I probably won't. You know that. <laughs> I'd be down to watch this movie with you. I haven't. I haven't. I've only seen it once, so I'm down to watch it again. Yeah. Okay, that'd be fun. We can do that. So, hearing that song, you probably heard a lot of TikToks, a lot of clocks, a lot of boop. Ah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, this song is by Hans Zimmer. I think I already said that, but I'm going to say it just again, just in case. So, mm-hmm. um, this scene, this movie, it's good. It, I mean, it's not one of my favorite movies. I've only seen it once. It, it was pretty cool. But this I like scene, that little robot. Yeah, it's a really cool robot. I love, I love all the cool stuff it can do, all the shapes it can make. Um, but this scene stood out to me specifically because of the song and it added so much. And um, I- I'll play a bit. So obviously the audience won't be like, what are you talking about? Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> but the really cool thing about this song is someone on the internet, on the Reddit, um, they timed 60, 60 seconds of this song and like counted it and to figure out how how like each interval is between each tick. And then they calculated like 
with the comparison of every hour on this planet is seven years on Earth, and they did all the math for it, and then they found out that roughly every single interval between each tick in this song is a day on Earth. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So (laughs) knowing that fact, it puts that scene into like so much more fucking like (laughs) higher stakes because you're like, holy shit. Every little ding in that scene is a day. It's it's so Whoa. fucking cool. And I didn't even know that until like <laughs> I did the research 30 minutes ago. And then someone else had the theory also cuz like further into the song when things get more intense the the ticks speed up a bit. Yeah, someone had the theory that as it as it speeds up each minute of the song that they think maybe time on earth is speeding up as they approach um the surface more and the gravity increases or something like that. I don't know anything about space, so I don't know if that's yeah, something that can work. Um I don't know. It might it might also just be like, oh well, the action's pumping. Let's Yeah, pump I, up the I absolutely yeah, absolutely. That's that's the main reason. Um and I don't even know if Hans Zimmer had that intention because I mean it's it's twenty each each tick interval is twenty one hours. It's not twenty four hours. So maybe if he was gonna do the do it on purpose you would make it so it is exactly 24 hours but i don't know but it's still a really cool thing and it's also really cool because even though each second is a day on earth and that matters so much also in that moment each second is a day from is a each second is a second um away from being completely splattered by a big wave um yeah yeah it's yeah it's super cool it's super cool <laughs> whoa whoa yeah yeah it's yeah i love i love listening to this song if if i'm ever daydreaming and want to think of like a really cool like daydream scene with ocs i like listening to this song and like imagining some bullshit that has a time (laughs) limit i don't know it's really cool i you know i totally get that of like yeah you like music can absolutely put you in like a the proper creative mood for what you oh, yeah. want to be doing. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what I do whenever whenever I hear a new song or get an inspiration for something, like I will listen to that song over and over and over again the entire time that I am creating that one thing. Yeah, I uh when writing for uh for D D I'll put music on that like I think fits the mood of the like what i'm trying to write yeah um uh which uh, for i mean for uh, our home game has been mostly like 80s jams yeah um it's fun it's sort of like a little like a like a little key to your brain yeah it is it's really fun and i just i think it's really cool that just just adding just making the whole theme of this one song like have the ticks of a clock like it just it added so much more to that scene than just yeah, having that like, is that is fucking wild that is amazing yeah like whether or not it's intentional like that's fucking rad it is super rad and like just imagine this scene with just some epic music and without that part like it'd still be a right. cool scene but that takes it like from like 50 to a thousand like it right. it adds so much more and it, and it also makes me excited to want to want to explore more like scenes in whatever like that actually mm-hmm. have music like do shit like this cuz i love it cuz i love i love it when when you take an aspect of oh i said aspect on the enchanting aspects uh. podcast oh fuck get the get the buzzer <laughs> we need a fucking did you just roll a dice yeah, I don't have a uh, I don't have a buzzer, but I do have so many dice. What'd so, like, you roll? That's... Oh, it fell off the table. What's it on the floor? Okay, uh, okay. Well, it, I rolled it again and fell into my lap. I rolled a D four just because it was the closest one. Oh, and I did get a four. Okay, so four, so, four, everybody, four, everybody. This, welcome to golf. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the number four. <laughs> Number three, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sesame Street, but we swear. 
Um, but as I was saying before, I interrupted myself. <laughs> <laughs> which happens which happens a lot unfortunately it does i don't know if unfortunately is the right word <laughs> that's yeah. podcast that's podcast um but I, I love it when when aspects of something add to something in in a way i'm being so fucking vague like <laughs> when when music isn't just a background but actually like is integral to a scene or really, it doesn't yeah. have to be music. Like, what if it's a background in something? Or what if it's, like, the actions of a background character doing something? Like, something that usually adds to a scene, but isn't, va- like, vastly important to the scene. When that actually makes it something more, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And this is a perfect prime example of that. And it's really cool. Shout out. Shout out to Hans Zimmer, who is a fucking multi-million dollar Hollywood <laughs> composer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, I'm on, I'm an, I'm a fucking a sucker for Hans Zimmer music. That shit, real good. I love Hans Zimmer music. I don't know anything about uh, the guy, but I like the music. I don't know anything about the guy either, but I don't trust. I don't. I, trust oh, him, I, I trust no I'm, one. I trust. I never mm. trust any artist oh, or anything. Trust. I like. I just like their stuff, and then don't look anything up about the person ever. Good. Never, never trust. Don't trust anyone. Accept yourself. Yeah, I trust. Switch, switch in the meme. Yeah, wholesome. Wholesome meme. Post this to wholesomememes.com. Yeah, instead of the gun to your back, it's to your face. <laughs> hey, Amy. Hey, Mars. I trust you because I can see the gun you're holding to my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hi. <laughs> That was really cute noise. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, this morning on recording day, uh, out of nowhere, there was an announcement. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. For a a brand new Paper Mario game. Yeah. I wonder. That's so weird. Why would you. Why would you bring that up, Mars? Like, it's not like you're gonna talk about like Paper Mario. Would you? Why would you do that? Well, it's funny that you say that <laughs> because I thought that uh, it would. It, it's a good occasion to talk about one of the like one of the like most in the background things. In Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door. Oh hell yes! I still haven't beat that game. I don't know what's behind the door, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really well, fucking good I game. I won't say. I won't say. Thank you. What's you'll you'll find out what's behind the door in your own time. I will if I beat it. Which you should. I should, oh, but then I have to hook up my Wii that can play GameCube games. And that's a lot of work. Anyway, Mars, let's talk about your Paper Mario Thousand Years Door background thing. So, uh, how how aware of you are, uh, uh, are how- I'm so aware all the how- time. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try that sentence again. Take it from the top. Take it from the top. This is, again, hey, you know what? This is podcasting. Yeah. Um, that's just my new slogan, I guess. This is podcasting. (laughs) This is, this is, yeah, okay. Me when I Um, play soccer. (laughs) This is soccer. (laughs) That was a funny joke. (laughs) That was a funny joke. (laughs) God damn it. Um, uh, so how aware of you, wait, God damn it. I did the same thing again. How aware are you Ah. of the, uh, trouble center? Oh fuck. Uh that sounds familiar but I think I forgot everything about it. It's easy to forget about. Uh the trouble center um is a th- a basically a little area where you can find little side quests in the game. Uh Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door for those unawares is a uh RPG game Mario's starring in it. Mario's in it 
Uh, he's the one you play as. You know, the guy with uh, red... Red hat. He's got blue overalls. Uh, brown shoes. He's wearing gloves all the time. He must get really for wet. S- for some reason. They, his hands... People don't talk about this, but Mario's so pruned, hands, so pruned, so pr- so sweaty. Like when you take those gloves off, it's like a nightmare. And they haven't um, seen the sun in decades. Oh yeah, his his like his. <laughs> you take off his gloves, and you can't even tell because his hands are bone white. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Anyways, trouble station. <laughs> Choo-choo. The Trouble Center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Trouble Center is... Uh, okay, yeah. So, Ro- uh, Paper Mario, you're playing this Mario RPG game. Everything is, like, made of paper, I guess, but it's more of, like, an aesthetic thing. Later games made it a more central aspect, but less so in Thousand Year Door. Um, uh, and uh, Mario is in a very un-Mario setting, which is this grimy... Uh, port town uh that literally you walk into the town square and the town square literally has a noose in the middle of it mm-hmm. um this game rules it's, it's a like, fucking great game it's so good <laughs> like they're like let's put mario in the most un-mario places you can possibly put mario in yeah and still perfectly fit a mario paper mario aesthetic perfectly yeah it's it's a gem of a game. I generally don't think that, like, I'm genuinely, like, a person who tends to believe that newer versions of a game uh, often are better and that having nostalgia glasses, like, doesn't really, like, you often, like, go back to actually playing the old games and you're like, oh my god, these controls are <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, how how the fuck did I even play this? Yeah. Um, I really do think that Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, and the first one, honestly, uh, do seriously hold up. Uh, yeah. I can't speak for Super Paper Mario, but yeah, I those are the only two I've played it. is the first and um, The Thousand Year Door, because I yeah. haven't really heard anything good about the other one. Yeah. Uh, I've heard very good things about Super Paper Mario, and I have it. It's a very different kind of game. Mm. Um, uh, and then, you know, there's, I haven't played Sticker Star or Color Splash, but Origami King looks pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah, it looks fucking cool. Yeah. I just, I just love that they are going for, like, a spookier vibe. Yeah, me too. I was really surprised, because lately Nintendo has been like, we're for kids now. We've always been for kids, yeah, I mean, but now we're really for kids. <laughs> I mean, that was certainly, like, Wii and Wii U era. Like, that's what Nintendo was. And then, like, they've not really strayed too far from that. Yeah. But, but like, they're less, they're less trying to just be like, oh, all of our games you can enjoy with your grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, we're, we're in a per- pure white living room Lemuel space mm-hmm. with our family wearing identical but color coordinated clothing, and you can't find you can't fall inside of a well anymore and go into a room with the fucking nudist hand monster made of meat. No, can't do that anymore. Games just aren't like they used to. <laughs> Get, I fucking Nintendo like d- does absolutely know how to be spooky they just fucking refuse to a lot of the time yeah i Um, I love it when they are spooky i love it when they're spooky troubled station trouble center (laughs) (laughs) so uh the trouble center uh is a uh little side quest building in an offshoot of the town uh, rogue port Mm -hmm. uh which is like the main hub of the game um in an offshoot little area that you only need to go to once in the story and you don't even go in that building. You're just in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like pretty hidden away and very easy to miss. Um, and most people who play the game might miss it. Or if they do, uh, if they do like mess around with it, 
they will go for it for one specific quest, which gets you a new partner, uh, which is like uh, the companion characters that are with you throughout the game. Um, and you can get like a whole new friend following you around by doing one of these quests. Oh, fuck. But yeah, but she's pretty easy to miss. Um, as with all of the things on here, um, and basically these quests are mostly like they have you wandering around the world. They more unlock as you complete more and more of the game. Um, and they have you going around and finding these little side stories, interacting with like some characters that you like saw in the the story before that you don't really interact with anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, some like unique characters that are like like you know like in Thousand Year Door, like most of the characters in the game are like Mario enemies, but like. You know, there aren't just Goombas, there are pirate Goombas, and yeah, uh, the and uh, there are fancy Baboms and pirate Baboms, and you know, they all like they're all dressed the part for like their job. Yeah, but like, so you meet these uh, these new characters that are just like you know, they look exactly the same as like other NPCs in the game, but they're they're you know unique named characters. Um, these names are really good i want to read some of these names of some of the people requesting favors on the on the Hell trouble board yes uh so we've got uh garf garfield magoomba 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 <laughs> magoomba uh a, a lot of a lot of the uh a lot of the um goombas will have goom in their name somewhere a lot of the koopas will have um names that have uh that end in thur or k- a coop like an oo sound in them mm-hmm. uh so there is like it's interesting that like the names do have like coordination with the enemy like a i say enemy but like the you know the character that they are yeah Bob-omb's often have a hyphen in their name yeah um uh so we've got uh, uh <laughs> this one's very good uh musamelian musamelian is that a mouse uh that is in fact a little mouse mm. the mice in this game all wear little masks they do it's very cute um uh uh Pretty much all of the toads will have the initial T as their middle initial or like last initial. The T stands for uh, Tyrannosaurus. Um, Absolutely. Uh, And they're all uh, they're all they're all puns like plenty and pine tea uh, and zesty. But uh you know, when you actually spell, like, you know, you know, so you say their full name, it's, you know, it's Plen Tyrannosaurus and Pine Tyrannosaurus and yeah. Zest Tyrannosaurus. I should have said Titty. <laughs> Why did I have to come up with Tyrannosaurus first? I don't know. Uh, you've always, like, 95% of the time, if you need to come up with a word, it's going to be Titty. Yeah. What the heck, Brain? Yeah. Brain wanted to spruce it up a bit, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. So, uh, I, I, there are a lot of these quests, and to be honest, like, like a lot of them are just like a way for you to find and collect and interact with the like a lot of like weird one-off specialty items, mm. like just like rare items that are hard to get and you don't really need to beat the game, but are just there. Yeah. Um. Uh. So it's a lot of that, but there are some really like interesting quests if you go into it. Like they're all very short, um, but uh, there are like a lot of like weird little stories. Um, so uh, I- I'm just gonna gonna go through. Uh, I, it's like there are you know there are simpler ones uh, like uh, the quest "Order Me an Item," uh, <laughs> which. In which you go out and you find um, 
uh, five courage shells, which are shells that, like, if you use them in battle, they give you defense, but they're a little hard to find. Uh, and you need to get five of them and give them to a shopkeeper so that he can have some to sell. Um, That's import-export, uh, baby. Import-export. Uh, and then there's uh, there's looking for a gal. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and re- uh, read the uh, in-game description, the uh, the little uh, n- like note that you find, like on like the letter that you find on the board, basically. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is from Goom Goom. I'm pretty happy living out here on Keyhole Key, but there's one thing I miss. I need a girlfriend. Please come listen to my request. I'm in a storeroom deep in the cave on Key Hall Key. I'm just going to stay in this cave looking for a girl to lift my spirits. Hey, Mars, I just thought of a really good Goomba name. <laughs> What's your Goomba sona? Me? Goomgaga. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. No, fuck you. No. No. Yes. I can't believe that. Yes. I can't believe, I can't believe how that is the culmination of, like, a month of you building that fucking <laughs> joke up. I haven't mentioned it once in the podcast, though. Not once in the, that one, like, it's, most people I feel like are not gonna get that. <laughs> to be honest. This but is, for me? Yeah, this is just for my <laughs> Oh my god, I did a little happy god. dance when I said that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How can we recover? <laughs> well, everybody, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, Goom Goom uh, like, wants to talk to a lady Goomba because he has no fucking, like, he has no interest in He lives in, being, in a cave. He lives in a cave. He has no interest in, like... Like, going out and making something of himself. He just wants a girl to come to him and instantly fall in love with his weird cave Goomba. He wants the gussy. Don't say that! (laughs) I'm out of control. You gotta pull a tranquilizer gun on me. Yeah. Anyway, if you go there with your friend Goombella, she'll call him an asshole and, and you'll leave. Okay, good. Um, uh, and you'll get a, uh, a, re- a rejected couple's cake. Huh. <laughs> uh, there is one where you have to find a legendary cookbook for, uh, Zesty. Oh, I think I did that one. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people do this one because it lets you, uh, Zesty will, like, cook up healing items for you. Yeah! If you find the cookbook. You can use multiple ingredients to get better items. Uh, there's uh, one called this. This one's just kind of a little spooky. Um, it's uh, it's just tell that person dot 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 is the title. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Mario goes to Twilight Town, which is an area in the game that is spooky. Like it's super spooky. It's like 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 Grimm's fairy tale like kind of spooky Mario goes to uh this uh this person named Eve in Twilight Town um and is like hey I knew this dude Podly uh you could you go like talk to Podly for me and be like hey like maybe we could reconnect you go to Podly Podly's like who <laughs> what I don't know. What? Hold on. I don't know. An Eve? Twilight Town? Oh, gosh. This is Craigslist uh, Lost Connections. A hundred percent. And you go back to Eve and she's like, all right, well, that's fine, I guess. Have a <laughs> have a meteor meal? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, <laughs> the items that you get from these quests are kind of random. Have some meat. Have some meteors? Oh, meteor, not meat. Yeah. Oh, I see. Like meteor, I get you. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's one called "Listen to Me," where you go into an old man's house and listen to him talk about being annoyed at young folk. <laughs> He'll give you a leaf. That sounds 
It sounds like somebody I know. <laughs> I think we all know a somebody like that. Yeah. Um, uh, there's one where you go to uh, this place called Glitzville, which is a really cool place that I don't, I'm not going into right now. Um, uh, where you talk to the businessman. Oh. Who, uh, f- I guess, forgets his briefcase code. Then he's not a true business gamer. Man. Right? No, no. I'm sorry, did you just say not a true business gamer? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, you, uh, so the only, the, like, way you, I'm just gonna read this straight from the wiki, because it's wild. Uh, the only way to re-remember it is to count the number of chairs in Croup's house first, Flurry's house second, Don Pianta's office f- third, and yep. Toodle's house fourth. These are characters who whose houses are oh. all over the map, and you have to go, f- and yeah. you, you have to remember who they are, go to their house, count how many chairs are in are in their house know their order hey and then put in the code ask me what my netflix password is hey amy what's your netflix password oh fuck i forgot hang on let me go over to my friend uh thrussy's house and count (laughs) the fucking chairs in their dining table room and then um let me go um go over to uh cockadoodle how these are, These my are friends your friends names, named Thrussy and Cro- Cockadoodle. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh-huh. I gotta go to Cockadoodle's house. Uh, she lives over in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, and I gotta go fucking uh, count how many grandfather clocks are on the wall there. Um, and by yeah. the, by the time I get there, I've forgotten how many Thrussy chairs there are. Well, that's okay. Your reward is hot sauce. Jesus. There's uh there's one where you go down to the pit of one th- 100 trials, which is a dark dungeon that you that you dive into and there are in fact 100 trials. Hell yeah. Um uh and you go down, it's called a race that graffiti, and what they mean by a race that graffiti is take your friend who is also a bomb and blow up the wall that has graffiti on it. Oh, erased. Quest complete. What do you get? A snow bunny. Like an actual bunny? Uh, they are, uh, they heal 15 HP and then freeze you. Oh, you eat them? Yeah, you eat them, you gain a bunch of health, and then you're frozen. Well, that's what you get for eating a little bunny. Yeah. That's cold. Yeah. Brain freeze. <laughs> So I have two quests left that I want to talk about. Okay. And then one I already sort of addressed. Uh, You can, uh, throughout the game, you meet this character, Miss Mouse, who uh, is a a thief who uh, goes around and steals badges uh, because secretly she works in a badge shop. Oh, and she sells them? And she sells the badges that she steals. Ooh-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Free and market enterprise. For sure. Uh, you, uh, a lot of times, like, she's a th- she's a thief, but also she's, like, a, you know, plunderer, you know? Like, she goes wherever badges are and just takes them. Yeah. Uh and she, you just see her just in at like somewhat random points throughout the game. She'll show up like, and you'll usually catch her right after she's stolen something. Mm-hmm. And if you complete this uh, trouble center quest, which is like you can unlock like mid, like in the r- middle of the game, and there's no like notice. If you complete it, you unlock Miss Mouse. As uh, a partner who can follow you around and help you sniff out treasure. Hills, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Miss Mouse is just design-wise my favorite character in the game. Because she's a mouse. And when I say mouse, uh, the mouses in 
this game are basically little orbs yeah. with snouts yeah. and big ears and then like a tail that goes back and, and little and feetsies. feetsies. And uh, Miss Mouse, her tail swirls back into a heart shape. <laughs> She's wearing a stylish red mask with like little like bird wing sort of situations. Um, and uh, and two, uh, I say two, uh, and uh, and some red uh, high heels just sticking right off of her round mouse body. Yeah, I fucking remember her. I remember in the main quest, there's a part where you're stuck in a dungeon and she's in the same room as you and she's like, sup, I'm here to steal stuff, bye bitch. Yeah. So that's the quest that most people will like, co- like go to the trouble center for. Yeah. I would argue that there is a more important quest that everyone needs to do. What is it? The reward is not... It's some cake. The reward is straight up some cake. It's not a special gameplay thing. Mm -hmm. But it's important because the quest name is I Wanna Meet Luigi. (laughs) Me. It's a quest that you unlock very late in the game. So you might miss it. But... uh, Mario uh, gets a, a, a message. I'm going to read the letter again. Uh, this is from Todia. Uh, I must meet my darling Luigi. Come to the fountain in Poshley Heights for details. Mm. Now, Todia, I don't mean to dismantle your whole shit immediately. I like how you're pretending to like read like a letter like as if we're like an advice podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> But you're posting this, le- this like, this is a, you're posting it on a job board, first off, that's for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. You could probably mail a letter directly to Luigi. Well, maybe she has and it didn't work. Maybe she has and it didn't work. Um, so Mario finds this letter and it's like, oh, Luigi, I know him. Uh, yeah, I think I, I can- know the guy. Seen him once I can impersonate him. <laughs> really? He doesn't even get Luigi. He impersonates. So there are badges in the game. The badges basically just like unlock special abilities or whatever. One of them uh, is called the L emblem that changes your the color of your clothes to match your brother Luigi. I do remember this. So you go up to Todia. Dressed as Luigi, and you're like, "Hi, um, I'm Luigi." <laughs> you're there was a romantic proposition on the job board. I guess I'm here about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she immediately tries to call the police. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? And then the real Luigi walks up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, what the fuck is going on here, bro? <laughs> also, hey, Todia. Oh, you're kind. Of, oh, you're kind of. Oh, you were looking for me. Oh, yeah, that's cool. You're kind of cute. Whatever. Like, hey. And then Todia's like, actually, you and your brother are both losers. Bye. Take this cake. Oh, free cake though. Free cake though. Um. So you absolutely, if you're gonna be doing. <laughs> the side quest you gotta do that one yeah that's hella good it's very good ah uh, fucking a um so yeah that's 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 my that's my thing that's is your the thing trouble center. this is, is yeah this is the longest episode we've done and it's an hour it's not that long you're probably gonna edit down to like 50 minutes yeah like it's 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 not that long but it is our longest yeah hey whatever you know what they say, that's podcasting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Me when I'm playing a video game, that's gaming. That's gaming. I do say that, that's gaming. though, when I'm playing the me, game. Me when I'm making a fresh loaf of bread. Let's make this, let's that, get this bread. That's bacon. That's bacon. It's, it's but not, it's not bacon. It's not bacon. It's bread. What? <laughs> yeah. I I mixed the the starter and the yeast and the the flour and and a little sugar and I you know made a made a dough. Thank you for oven, listening to and, the podcast. Uh, and I take out 
and I take the it out of the oven. You can find us on Twitter. It's bacon. At how did that happen? Enchanting pod. You didn't let me even do my joke. You didn't even let <laughs> you me. You went do, on pay- for too long. The payoff of the joke was that the that the dough turned into bacon. That's not a good payoff. Yeah, but it would have been if you just let me do it and like all right, whatever. <laughs> this has been enchanting aspects. Mars is angry at me. <laughs> I could never. Um thanks for listening. Love yourself. Oh, wait, what's the moral? Oh, God. This is a recurring segment. Okay. Okay. If you really think about it, um, uh, time is always pushing forward. And uh, you've got a lot of things to do. And sometimes it's all of these letters to quests that you don't necessarily always want to do 100% of. And sometimes... It's trying to get a communications thing from a wave planet, and uh, you don't really succeed at either of those things. And that's okay. It's What's important is being uh, okay with the present, uh, your present self, and working as best you can for a brighter future. Thank you. I want to watch Inception. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your takeaway why inception uh because hans zimmers also does the music in that movie okay <laughs> um okay anything else we need to say um go uh go 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 on go. get go get out of get here out, get out of here get out of here never I come back see you. never come back <laughs> See you next week.